Welcome to Heels Handbags and Hustle. This is your host, Rachel Earp, and I'm so delighted you found my show. My podcast is dedicated to encouraging women in the workplace to become confident, secure, and inspired in their work and femininity. In my podcast, I candidly share my journey as a mom of two boys, one with Down syndrome, the struggles of parenting and balancing my career with mom life. And now, stay tuned for my latest episode. Be blessed, my friends. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the show. I'm truly grateful that you're joining me today. Oh, we have been getting some cooler weather here in Florida, and oh, it's giving me all the holiday feels, so don't judge me. But I may or may not have put my Christmas tree up already. It's so funny because my husband has always been such a Scrooge since we've been married up until the last couple of years. Now we are in our 11th year, and I'm catching him humming Christmas songs, and he even gets our big tree out and sets it up for me without complaining. No more bah humbug. (laughs) I love it. I don't know. There's just something about this time of year that holds such an extra measure of joy and cheer. My mom decked the halls growing up, and I remember when she would break out the old Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers Christmas album. Does anyone know that album? It is amazing. My brother and I were always just so happy, and growing up in Indiana, this time of year would already be cold. So um, my dad would bring all the Christmas boxes in from the garage attic, and he always had like this grim look on his face. (laughs) And I still remember the smell of the Christmas ornaments. They just, I don't know, like the, the greenery and the Christmas trees just smelled different being in the cold. And it's just crazy how those memories stay with you. Now I get to create my own memories with my boys and I feel so blessed. It's just everything that I had always prayed for. And as I was getting out my own box of Christmas ornaments and just taking pictures of them, hanging the ornaments on the tree, I love to go back each year and see how they've grown and how much taller they're getting and just all the magic and wonder of Christmas. I kind of just relive that all over again from when I was a kid their age. So that's my little ERP update, (laughs) life update. Um, And as I was preparing for this episode today, and the special guest that you'll hear from shortly, I thought of a quote that I wanted to share with you all. It is better to light a candle than to curse the darkness. Does anyone know who said that? We all go through dark times, times when we feel we don't know which way to go, when we cannot see any good or any light, when we feel hopeless, desperate, or afraid. But Eleanor Roosevelt shared her thoughts on this and I love her perspective. It's better to light a candle than to curse the darkness. Wow. Today, you will be hearing from Zvieta Melchuk. She was born in Moscow, Russia, before immigrating to Montreal, Canada. I have so enjoyed getting to know Zvieta, and I just love her name too, by the way. <laughs> um, it's just so beautiful. Um, so yeah, I just enjoy saying her name just because... 
But despite all of the difficult circumstances in her life, she is that person who was able to light the candle in her darkness. Her story will inspire you, and although we recorded this in two separate countries, <laughs> I felt almost as if she was sitting across the table from me having this conversation over coffee. Stay tuned, my friends. You don't want to miss this next part. Well, welcome to the show, Svieta. I'm so excited that you're joining me today. I have really been looking forward to this has kind of been one of those episodes in the making that we've been working hard on <laughs> yes thank you rachel for inviting me i'm really appreciative that you want to talk to me and i'm looking forward to it yes me too well tell us all about yourself because i love your story and your background and i'm just so excited for our listeners to get to know you Okay, so my name is Sveta Melchuk and I was born in uh, Moscow, Russia. And uh, I immigrated, my family immigrated to Canada in the late 70s. So we actually live in Montreal. And I went to school in French and then I learned English. And my background is uh, from my parents is quite academic. So wow. I started my career in um, something that I was really not very interested in, but that was kind of my father's choice. And that was the um, information technology, which was quite new at the time. I was one of the rare, very few women in that field. And I stayed in that field for over 20 years, mostly in sales and marketing of um, information technology products, but wow. I never really truly enjoyed it, to be honest. And mm. um, at this point in my life, I, you know, we will talk about it. I've reinvented myself a couple of times and, you know, I have a mm. hustle going and uh, <laughs> building a, another a new business online. And uh, in the last 15 years, I was doing home staging. Wow. And I was doing it locally and uh, we talked about that. But in the last uh, about two and a half years, I've taken my business online and uh, I'm focusing really hard on that aspect. Wow, that that is amazing. And I, I, I mean, I've kind of heard the concept of home staging, but how what what does that like look like for like the per the people that don't really aren't as familiar with how all of that works so I actually discovered the concept myself quite accidentally in uh, 2005 by watching tv and I was on AGTV there was a there was a show that was called stage to sell I believe and mm -hmm. um I didn't realize uh, what it was but when I watched the show it just made so much sense so I got really excited and um it's very simply the concept Concept of putting your best foot forward for your property when you want to sell it. So you can compare it, for example, if you're going for a job interview that uh, you'll probably take a shower and, you know, get your hair done and put some makeup on and, uh, you know, look professional because right. you want to impress, you know, the company where you want to work. The same thing goes for a car. If you're selling a used car, I'm sure you're mm -hmm. going to probably vacuum it and clean it and, and make it look its best. So to me, it was always very uh, puzzling on why people would not do the same for their homes. And mm -hmm. the whole concept revolves around that. So when you make your house updated and decluttered and clean and well-decorated, obviously it impresses the potential buyers a lot more. And it's been proven statistically that not only it works, but it actually helps you to sell your house much faster and for a lot more money. 
Wow, that is so cool. I love and it totally makes sense. You know, when you walk into a place and it just looks amazing, you can just kind of picture everything like how you what you're going to be stepping into when you purchase that home. So you, you basically come in and you just tell people what they should be doing. And you kind of map all of that out for them based on their space and all of that, correct? That Yeah, that's exact. So there's a couple of ways to go about staging. So one area of the business is vacant homes, where which mm-hmm. is very popular. And what, for whatever reason, when people are selling a vacant home, it's very difficult for potential buyers to visualize themselves in that space. So there is mm-hmm. a staging of actually bringing a full truck of furniture and accept and presenting the home. So you, you, we actually put the furniture and still regular, you know, in, in my local area. But online, I really focus on any uh, home seller. Of a- I truly, truly believe, and I made it my mission to show people that by putting a little bit of effort and maybe a small financial and really generate a much higher sale price for their house and walk away, you know, sometimes with 10, 20 or 50,000 than it would have otherwise. And that's what makes me happy. That is amazing. And you just, here you stumbled upon this accidentally. You have been doing something for, you said, 20 years. Yep. And then all of a sudden it was just the lights went on and you pursued your journey. Like this was your, you realized this was my dream. I, I think that's so inspiring because that had to have been kind of, nerve-wracking going from something that you've just always done and you realize you know I don't I'd never really loved this well actually it's a very good uh, point you bring up because my story is that at that time single mom I was going through a divorce and my ex-husband never supported us financially I had two young daughters and I had a big house with a big mortgage and um, I did realize uh, you know when I was approaching 40 that uh, I needed to change my life I was not happy in the corporate life I was not happy with uh, information technology I had no interest in that so I was not keeping up with my technical expertise Mm -hmm. and I've always wanted to do something creative but the funny thing is that I never saw myself as a decorator or even having a good taste when it comes to uh, home furnishing and home decor. And so it was a completely different field for me. And of course, you know, I was very scared and I was very worried and everybody around me thought I was pretty crazy wanting to try it. But bringing it back to the fact that it was a hustle, I have Mm -hmm. to say that I didn't just quit my, you know, full-time job, regular job, which was a well-paying job. Mm -hmm. I actually started my side hustle, which was the home staging business in parallel to my regular job. And I kept it going for a couple of years like that. Nice. So you, you thought everything out and realized that, um, you know, and I think that's a mistake that sometimes people make is they think, oh my gosh, this is my dream. And if I just jump into it, it's going to work. And sometimes it does, but sometimes you just need to take your time and know the timing of when it is fully ready for you to just completely walk away from what you were doing. So it sounds like you did that very wisely. 
Yeah, I did that because I didn't really have a choice. I did yeah. need to continue uh, getting an income, a stable income to provide for my family. And at the same time, it was a concept that was in, was in 2006, 2007. It was something that was not very well known, particularly in Canada. It was, it was becoming very popular in the United States. Most, mostly it started out West. It started around um, California and Washington and then slowly mm-hmm. made its way to the East Coast. But in Canada, it was something that people didn't really hear about. And so it was kind of slow and, and very painful process. And, you know, I'm today, I'm honestly, I'm still surprised that I actually had the determination and perseverance to keep going yes. because it was not easy. Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't, um, especially in that type of just a, something brand new that you just discovered. And I'm sure as you were going through this part of your journey, you learned so, you must have learned so much about yourself that surprised you as well. Yes, I'm sure I did. Well, one of the big, biggest surprises was even to this day, if I'm honest, is I do have an insecurity. And because I don't have any formal training as a decorator or, or an interior designer, I always, um, I'm a little insecure and I have the famous imposter syndrome, you know, Mm -hmm. where I tend to think that um, I'm whatever I'm going to do might not be nice enough or good enough. But the, the funny thing is that I get so many compliments and People love my style to the point where I, I used to have people calling me from seeing pictures on my website and asking me to come and do decorating of their homes. So at that wow. point, they were not looking to sell, but they just wanted me to help them redecorate their home, mm-hmm. uh, respecting a budget. And it always surprised me because, you know, I did not think that I actually had that talent. Wow. I love that. That's that is so inspiring because and something going back to something you said at the beginning of our conversation you said that you had to reinvent yourself a couple times and I think for so many of us the thought of even doing that is so overwhelming that we probably don't even want to think about that possibility that it's okay to do that if we need to because we do change and life is sometimes about evolving as who we are and not being stagnant in that and realizing if we need to, I might need to completely just change my life. And um, you did that and now you're successful. And that's, I just think that's wonderful. I also think that sometimes you have to be really open to opportunities and possibilities. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I did not do it lightly and I'm not going to lie and say that this was a a simple transition. It was not. And uh, I was really scared. And a lot of uh, a lot of times, you know, I didn't know where my next hundred dollars were literally were going to come from. But I was very lucky that I had the support of my parents. So I was not, you know, all alone. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is that Yes, you know, when you're not happy in a certain situation, sometimes it could take you a long time to find something else. But if you keep yourself open to the opportunities and the possibility, know that you need to find something to change your life for the better, then those things are going to come. Right. Well said. So well said. And when you were going through that time where you realized you wanted to do this hustle, what how did you keep the distractions? Because I mean, as you mentioned, you had two girls that were dependent and needed you and you're a mom, you're going through 
a lot personally and then trying to figure out your professional goals. I'm sure there must have been so many doubts and fears and frustrations and just the distractions of life. How did you how did you manage those and really keep honed into what your goals were? Well, I'm sure you know as an entrepreneur that entrepreneurial journey is never straight forward. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm a very impatient person and um, I'm somebody who craves uh, results. And so it is very difficult for me to accept that sometimes things don't come as fast as we want them to. But I think the most important thing is when you, especially when you combine certain things is that you really have to keep your objective and your goal in mind. And I always say, as long as you progress and you do at least one or two small steps forward every day, I used to actually work on my website, for example, late at night. It was crazy today when I think about it. So I had, you know, my full time job and then I had to take care of my kids. And then literally because I was going through a difficult personal life situation as well, I couldn't really sleep well. So I would spend half of the night working on my website, which I had I knew Mm -hmm. absolutely nothing about. And I think I'm just um, I'm I'm just a determined and perseverant person. And I think one time my mom actually made me this realize that and she paid me a compliment. And she said that one of the best traits about my character is that when I when I want something, I don't give up, you know, and I just keep going until I make it happen. And I think whenever that's how you keep the distractions out and sometimes mm-hmm. you go backwards, you know, step, but then you start over again and you move right. forward. Right. So, you know, like you mentioned, it's, it's just, an, I, I think sometimes in our minds, we think that the path to our goal is just this straight, you know, arrow that's just going to be like, shoo, straight to where we want. And we don't think about the wind and the, you know, the different things that might just move it out of the way or it falling or not reaching as far as we wanted it to. And we have to pick it up and we have to just start again. And, you know, I think that's what differentiates, um, you know, people that are truly successful and the people that just, you know, kind of spin their wheels, so to speak, is just that determination that when those hurdles do come, we're not going to give up. Yes. And I actually heard one of the online gurus lately. uh, She said something that I think is very true because a lot of the businesses, especially when you try to do an online business, you know, we tend to think that it's going to be faster and easier than maybe, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, physical business. And she said that, unfortunately, most people, the reason why they don't succeed is not because they don't necessarily have a good product or a good service, but it's because they give up too soon. And Mm -hmm. she said that you're in your mind, if you set yourself up for five years, and if you're able to organize your life in 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 a manner that, you know, you can still maybe earn money somehow Mm -hmm. Uh, in other places, but this is what I've decided to do. And and this is exactly what I do. I still do have other jobs and I still do stagings and I am into real estate with my husband. We uh, flip properties because I gave myself five years to see whether, you know, whether my online business is really going to succeed and I can make it big enough to, you know, to, to reach my personal goals. Wow. That's very good advice. Very, very good advice. And that's something um, 
It's, it's interesting that you say that because I remember um, in my own life, my husband and I kind of went through a similar transition where, you know, we had just been doing one thing in our careers and it started with him where he wanted to start his own company and it continued to just grow a lot quicker than he even anticipated. But, you know, those first couple years, you know, I had a job where I was working for a hospital system and, you know, I was trying to help supplement that as he was getting our company off and, you know, running and going. And we had to just realize that it wasn't going to be an easy path, but we knew that we had to get through it and we had to give ourselves that time. And now we're so thankful that we didn't give up because we absolutely love what we do and the people that we get to do it with. And, you know, if you're able to accomplish that in life, it's sometimes it's not always about making all the money, but being content, enjoying what you do, and just seeing something that you've worked so hard on come to fruition is a beautiful thing. Yes. And I also think it's about running your life the way you want to run it. Like I'm in mm-hmm. this, in this in this phase of my life, I'm very grateful that I'm able to take some time off to care for my uh, senior parents. Mm. And that became important to me because they need my help more than they did before. And so, you know, like you said, it's not about all about the money, but it's Mm -hmm. more about the freedom of choice and having the possibility of organizing your life in a manner that makes makes you happy. I go for walks, you know, every day I try to go for a walk and uh, I try to do a little bit of yoga and I help my parents. And so just being able to manage my own Mm -hmm. time, to me, it's absolutely precious. Right. It is. And life is so short. So, you know, being able to realize that and really get to know yourself and, you know, even if we have to reinvent what that is, I loved how you said that. I'm going to bring that up again. Um, It just really hits home. And for the woman who maybe has been discouraged in her hustle or she feels that she's been misguided or just tired, because it is a lot of work doing that, what words of encouragement do you have for her who may be listening right now? Well, first of all, I'm going to say that it's absolutely normal and um, it still happens to me occasionally. There are some days where I wake up anxious and I question, you know, all the time and the effort that I'm putting into my business and whether Mm -hmm. it's really uh, worth it financially at this point. But um, once again, I think what you need to do is to really give yourself the time and try to find a support system. So whether it's a group of friends or whether it's uh, people online that you know, or maybe some uh, particular mentor, if you're lucky enough to find somebody, but somebody who is going to encourage you, but also will be your sounding board and help you make the decisions. And Mm -hmm. I just think you, you know, you keep going as long as you have the conviction that that is what you want to do, then it's going to work out in the long run, even if it doesn't work out in the short run. This is the decision I took, you know, because I was very impatient at the beginning. And honestly, I thought that it would happen like within, like you said, you know, instantaneously within a year that I'd be making, you know, so much money, but it didn't happen. And it's getting better. And I still I'm still working on it, but I'm giving myself five years and uh, it makes me happy just to see the difference I'm making in people's lives and uh, the clients 
clients, the comments that I get from people and how, you know, I really help people change their lives for the better. Right. Right. I love that. That's amazing. And for people that would like to get to know, like follow you and just, you know, really get to know you as you're continuing on your journey, what is the best way for them to get in touch with you? So my company is called Home Staging Step by Step. I have a website, which is homestagingstepbystep.com. And you can also find me on Facebook. I have a quite active uh, Facebook group. So if you just go on Facebook and you look for Home Staging Step by Step, you'll find me there and uh, you can connect with me and I'll be very happy to, um, to help you out. Wonderful. And I will include the links to those in the show notes and also on my website as well so that people can definitely check it out. I know I've been following you for some time and I've I've been so inspired by just, um, you know, the 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 way that you put things together in the home and just making it look so comforting and peaceful and clean. I just I've really enjoyed it myself. So it's so inspiring whether you're selling your home or not. I like, I'm not at that point right now where I'm selling my home, but I'm just like, oh my gosh, I love the inspiration. But so usually, I, you know, the good thing is that home staging kind of became a, a term for anything that is like home decor and yeah. something. Yeah, and it can basically, it's it's a more of a minimalistic style and it's a, mm-hmm. it's a neutral. And so even if somebody is not selling their home, but or maybe thinking about um, doing it down the road, I have a lot of people in my Facebook group who come in, not because they're planning to sell immediately, but because right. they want to do the property styling and they just want to stage their house for themselves to live mm-hmm. in and enjoy. So that, yeah, yes. everybody's welcome. That is awesome. I love that. Thank well, you. Well, I just want to thank you so much, Fieta, and I love to say your name. I know you <laughs> do it. So you beautiful. do it so well. <laughs> I'm learning every time when I talk to you, I'm like, how do I say this? But um, I just want to thank you so much for sharing your journey and your struggles and your vision, so much wisdom that you have to share. You have such an amazing background um, of things that you have come from, that you've been through, that you've survived. And I love that you're getting, uh, you were able to come on today and just inspire other women with your journey and your story. So thank you so much for this time with us today. Thank you very much, Rachel. I really, really appreciate you having me on. And uh, if anybody wants to talk to me, uh, you know, I'll be very happy to uh, to help anybody I can. And just keep going. Don't give up. Thank oh, you. Awesome. Okay. Talk to you soon. Bye. Wow. I told you guys this would be so good. I hope you felt inspired today. And I hope that you just felt a flame light in your own hearts. Through this podcast, I have been able to meet so many women who light this world. And my goal is for you to leave each episode feeling encouraged because we all need some of that. I want to thank you for tuning in today. And it would mean so much to me if you could please just leave a review about my podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. I also would love to connect with you. You can visit my website, rachelerp.com to learn more about my story and get to know some of the other guests on my show. Until next time, be blessed and get out there and hustle.